Pretty Mental is about accepting our full selves and inspiring others to do the same by being daringly unfiltered. This means completely normalizing all things mental health and the wild journey that has brought us here. We are challenging the stigmatization of normal human suffering, and we are done pretending and subscribing to the notion that it is taboo to have challenging mental health experiences. Welcome to the Pretty Mental Health Club, and enjoy the show. Hey, Valentina. Hey, Paula. And hello, everybody. And welcome to another episode of Pretty Mental. So for today's podcast, we sat down with each other and recapped the amazing life-changing lessons that came through in 2020 for us. Wait, is this season two? I think this is the first episode of season two. You know, I had this crazy thought the other day that literally entered my head. And I was like, how do people know when to change seasons? And I'm like, this is the first. Let's do season two now. <laughs> this is good. All right, you Welcome guys. Welcome to season two. Welcome to season two. This is a celebration that we didn't even know was happening. Whoop, whoop. Cheers. Here we go. It definitely, it's a new season entirely. It's it really is. Season, and you will find out why dive into this combo dive in with us there are transitions and new happenings in my life new happenings in paula's life we love you guys thank you for being on this journey with us and with that pretty mental family take in a deep breath with us and tune in it is 12.55 p.m. December 31st, 2020. I am lighting some Palo Santo, if you guys can hear me. And we are opening up a portal. We are opening up ourselves, calling in our spirit guides, calling in our angels, calling in our ancestors. We are calling in all of the messages that align with our highest selves. We are opening ourselves up as vessels, inviting in everything that our community needs to hear for the highest healing, the highest joy, the highest abundant life. We are calling in transparency, authenticity, and total, pure, authentic, genuine love. We are opening ourselves up as vessels, opening ourselves up for whatever messages want to come through. And whatever messages our community will hear and whatever messages they will spread to everyone else who they come in contact with for the highest healing of our planet, for the highest healing of ourselves. We are open. The portal is open. What's up, girl? <laughs> <laughs> hello, hello, hello. When you're equal parts gangster, equal parts spiritual. Ooh. Every time I see those beans, it's us. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. What's as, up? as you're talking, I was visualizing the planet just being bathed in so much love. Mm, I love that. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, 2020 is coming to an end. That's so crazy. And, uh, 
how quickly the years go. I heard this saying that said, it said like a day feels like it lasts a really long time, but a year goes by in a flash. Yeah, totally. God, it's crazy. That's what I always think of. If there's something you want to do, do it. Do it. A year is going to pass in no time. It's going to pass in no time. So much has happened. Don't believe in the concept of time and in the concept of it's too late or whatever. Just do it. Do you guys remember our, oh yeah, well, I, there's another quote that I, I don't know who said this, but it was like, actually, it's related to leaving a lot. Actually, it was Dr. Phil of all people. Um, He's great. He is. Yeah. So he said, um, a year, if you're like in a bad relationship, a year is too long. Um, no, a year for a year, like a year and a day is too. Basically what I'm trying to say is that <laughs> whatever you need leave to the do. relationship, <laughs> <laughs> just one more day. Oh, because people, we end up getting stuck in these cycles or these patterns, or we hold ourselves back because we've already been invested in one pathway for so long that we are afraid. It's kind of like when you've been standing in line so long that you're afraid of stepping out of line. Cause like, what if now is when it moves, but you've already kind of wasted more time. And if you stay there, you're going to waste even more time. It's basically related to that concept that we often blackmail ourselves to allowing change to come into our lives because we've already invested a ton of stuff into this other life. Right. But if it's not working for us, um, it's important to open ourselves up to receive change and not blackmail ourselves into one timeline or one pathway. The power of pivoting. Pivot. Pivoting. Pivot when you need to. Pivot when it calls. Don't be afraid. I love that. Yeah. I mean, I feel like it's aligned with a lot of the messages or a big part of the message that you were bringing for today because you moved <laughs> to Cali. So I'm just thinking about you as I say that because you moved all the way to the other side of the country. Surprise, you guys. I moved to L.A. (laughs) I haven't officially said it yet because I guess I don't know. It's just weird saying it out loud because I don't I hesitate saying something so permanent because I have no idea what that means. Right. I could pivot. I could decide in a month that I want to pivot and go somewhere else. But for now, I am here. I am residing in Cali. I am riding the wave of all of the abundance that the city of angels is gifting me with. The city of angels. You guys, I literally canceled my flight back home. That's crazy. I always, I had it on my bucket list my entire life to just do a one way somewhere and never look back. Yeah. And I pretty much did it. I didn't know I was doing it, but canceling my flight back home is equivalent to that. So no. Yeah. That's, that's a one way ticket. That's amazing. I'm, I'm literally just getting my car shipped to LA and then Paula gets the good gift of stuffing all of my belongings or whatever can fit into the trunk of my car. And I have to just start over with everything here, which is so exciting. Yeah, it's exciting. You pivoted, you dove, here we go. So 2020 has brought in some really powerful messages for us. We started off this year with the podcast about the universe having our back. And we still believe that the universe has our back. As I was doing my reflection, Valentina and I uh, decided to sit down for a few minutes each and write down the lessons that this year had brought us before we came on to record. And as I was doing my reflection, it everything, all the challenges, everything that took place 
really came back to that message that the universe had my back, has my back, always did have it. And even the moments that felt like pain and the moments that felt like heartbreak and the moments that felt like heartache, because I allowed myself, and I think this is the critical point, right? I allowed myself to stop long enough to look at it, to look at the pain, try get curious about it and seek help for looking at it. Actually, that's also key. I was able to use the medicine of that pain to shift to greater love. And actually, when I started my new year, I was in Costa Rica for New Year's and me and my friends we um, that I was on the trip with, we all wrote down on note cards what we wanted to call in for the new year. And I literally wrote on mine, love, love, more love, one love. And that is definitely what I feel that this year brought me. 2020 took me in the direction of more love because everything that came through that felt like it was a challenge or that it that did not feel like love in the moment because I stopped long enough to look at it and understand it and see I sought to learn from it. It did end up being love because every time that I've experienced pain in my life, it's because I'm resisting something. I'm resisting something or I'm holding on to core beliefs that don't serve me. And those core beliefs are rubbing up against my life and the people in my life. And so it's that introspection and that reflection that has allowed me to identify what those are so that I can alchemize them back into love. Otherwise, we just sit in the pain and we go into woe is me and like, why is life so hard and why does all this stuff happen? It's tough. It's tough when you're in the moment. But th this is something that when I was writing down my what I, what I wanted to talk about, I actually turned it into a full-fledged blog post. So go read the blog if you guys are listening to this. It's yeah, called it's really A Journey Back Home. I started writing about that, just how what I want, what 2020 taught me is love, to exist in love, in the consciousness of love. And when I do that, when we do that, we everything else falls into place. I can, when you're existing in love, we stop projecting onto other people or we stop taking in their pain because we understand things just make more sense. And to me, love, and I broke this down in the blog because to me, it can be like love, love, love. Okay, what does that mean? To me, it's a total surrendering to what is in a total connection back to our our instincts, our, our guts. I believe 100% that our gut is the thing that we have been gifted with while being human on this planet, the thing that is our greatest compass, the thing that connects us to the universe, to our, to our spirit guides, to God, to whatever you believe in. When we get in touch with our gut, we are guided. Mm -hmm. And to me, 2020 has been completely about returning back and strengthening that connection to my instincts. And I wrote this in the blog is that breathwork has been something that's been instrumental with that because it really has calmed down all the narratives enough to let me feel my instincts, my intuition, to let me hear it in a way that not with words, but just a feeling and living life guided by intuition. That to me is love. That to me is a surrendered life. That to me is a, de a detachment from outcomes, a detachment from people, for things, locations, anything. Yeah. I also don't know who said this, but it's a quote that goes something along the lines of 
your task is not to find love, but to find, this has been my journey with it, but to, it's not to find love, but to find and I, to identify the blocks inside of you that are keeping you from love because love is there. And I mean, this might, I say this, my personal experience with it, maybe it'll help someone because there's times where it's like, ah, oh, you know, it's like, I used to try to seek and find love outside of me all the time, honestly. And even though I thought I had gotten, I had come very far on my path when I started working with my new therapist two months ago, <clears throat> she's amazing by the way. I, and you know, and you wrote in your blog post about how finding the right therapist is so key. And it truly just feels, it feels like you have like a spiritual guide or um, just the most powerful mentor, somebody that help you identify what you're buying into that isn't real and that's holding you back and getting a chance to work with her, which I feel like she came into my life at the perfect moment. Um, which is it's when you left, right. And you, that our relationship, the relationship I had with my cousin who died and even the other really, a lot of other relationships I've had without realizing it, I was, doing the, I was trying to find love outside of myself through my, a lot of my relationships and a lot of my just external factors of life and working with her to release, to release those belief systems that were no longer serving me is allowing me to return back to myself and to the only place that a solid core of love and inner power can ever really exist which is inside of us. And it's amazing. Totally. Yeah, it's amazing because we live in a society and in a cultural and in a, in a conditioning. As humans, we have all kind of fallen victim to this until we start to question it, a conditioning that our satisfaction, our sense of fulfillment is going to come from everything that's from the things that are going on outside of us. 100%. We're taught to find our identity in a job, in a status, in a person, in a location, in anything. We're taught to f find something, pick a goal when we're younger. You know, even that whole thing of like get a major when you're going to college, it's we're always taught to just get this thing to hold on to it and to never let go. We're not taught to to pivot, to go to what feels good, to go to what makes you feel expansive, to turn to love. We're not taught that. And that is like, man, have we been blindfolded because when we start, and this is what we found in our experience, returning back to ourselves and strengthening our relationship to ourselves and to, to just total love and filling our own cup, we become so powerful. That's when you start to call in everything you want, when you are fully in your own power. And I really just don't believe that that can happen from placing our value and our identity in money or people or jobs or any other kind of status? Well, no, because you know what happens when we do? It can get taken away from us. It can get taken away from us. And because we know that subconsciously, like our brains are smart, human, like our brains are smart enough to know the impermanence of all of that stuff. But because we're not coming to terms with it and we're just trying to continuously find ourselves in it, what happens is that we become controlling. We become controlling of that person. We become controlling of that job. We become controlling of, you know, how many clients we get. We become controlling of there's there's a difference between moving towards the things that call to us and putting our whole heart and intention into whatever we're doing, bringing lo full love into and presence into a relationship and hoping 
and having an intention for something beautiful to be born out of it, there's a difference between that and saying, I met this person, I need to be married to them by this time, or I have this job, I need to, it needs to be at this level, it needs to be at this level of growth by this time. The thing is that when we click to these external markers of things being concrete, we become controlling in our effort to make that happen because we become attached to an outcome. And then we get blinded of the actual each each step, like each step, each and every single step, each and every single interaction. If we do it as consciously as possible and realizing that even like whatever the outcome is, is not what's going to make us happy. That's just the thing is that's not what's going to make us happy. Then we release that and then we're free. And then the people that interact with us are free to show up however they show up. And then we're also free. Then work becomes more like play. And when work becomes more like play, more joy comes into the work that we're doing. And then when more joy comes into the work that we're doing, we're full of energy to actually make a ton of stuff happen rather than white knuckling and willpowering our way to whatever idea we think we have to arrive at in order to finally find happiness. Yeah. And that's where so many of our mental health disorders come from, right? Like the anxiety, the depression. And I put mental health disorders in quotes because I don't believe it's a disorder. I believe it's just a detachment from who we are. It's a it's a suppression of the things that are trying to guide us in the right direction. We start getting anxiety when we become more controlling. We start getting depressed when we're not paying attention to the signs that are telling us to move. And then also in relationship with other people, when we're controlling, we stop experiencing the full entirety of who they are, the magic of who they are, because we have this expectation in our mind that this needs to be something instead of just being present and experiencing their beautiful presence. We're being gifted and with being able to experience another spirit. Well, Shaman Durek says that it, when it comes to relationship, we need to allow ourselves to step into an energy of observation, of observation, of observing, letting the person be who they are. And then you decide if that person is aligned with where you're at in your life right now or not. But I think the trap so many of us fall into, and I've been guilty of this in my past too, is something that I'm currently actively consciously releasing is telling people how they should show up so that our egos can be happy. Right. We bring people in and then we say, this is how you can best work for me so I can be happy. Instead of letting them live their journey that they have come to experience and seeing, oh, okay, I would like to coexist with you while I am on my journey and while you are on your journey for as long as it feels right. And let's fucking make magic and play together. Well, and then you're actually really interacting with who they really are. We see them for who they are. You see them for who they are and, and you let that exist. You're not trying to control and mold them into an, a person that doesn't rub up against your ego. The thing is, we're never going to be happy. We can control people in situations in a million different directions. And then we, but we're always going to arrive at the understanding that like, you're still not going to be happy. You're still going to find something wrong. That person's still going to do like, there's no way for anybody to mold themselves to not trigger us because the fact that we're getting triggered is because we're there's something inside of us that has not been healed. You know, it's a difference. If somebody really is abusive or somebody really is oppressive, then you figure out a way to 
you or seek help to start finding how to fulfill your own needs, but you're not going to be able to shift that person until they're, they interact with you perfectly. Like you, we all just have to take responsibility. That's why I named my blog a journey back home. And that's how I see this, this journey of being human. And that's the quote that I've had in my Instagram bio since as long as I can remember is we're all just walking each other home. We're all just going back home. And what I really learned in 2020 more than in any other year in a very, very visceral way that is that it's my relationship with the universe. And I see the universe as me, my relationship with myself. That is what is going to bring me the most peace, the highest level of happiness, the highest level of joy and abundance. And that's where all of the magic is going to show up not from what someone else can give me and not from obtaining something, but from being so settled within myself and so open to life that I'm really getting to experience what being human is in a very, very, very beautiful way. Mm-hmm. That's so beautiful. I found myself thinking the other day, or writing, I was writing in my in my journal, like, I'm grateful that this didn't work out. I'm grateful that, that, you know, this relationship fell away. I'm grateful that this and that and that and that didn't go the way I wanted because it left me with no choice but to turn back to myself. Like, I, we're going to keep seeking outside of ourselves because, you know, depending on how persistent we are, until um, we're red in the face or blue in the face. And then like life is just not going to let you get away with it. It isn't. Life is going to keep disappointing you. Things are going to keep not making you happy because like it's never, it was never, ever outside of you. It was but that's, never. That's the thing, right? It's, this is when I hear like when what you just said, like life is going to keep disappointing you. And I, when people say like, oh, why does life keep doing this to me? Life keeps doing this to me. From my own experience, like it's not life. It's you. It's you. Yeah. It's you. You're doing this to you. It's hard. As, and it's hard to understand that if you haven't really, really settled into the relationship that you have with yourself. Life stops doing things to you when you realize that it's not life happening at you. Life is going to do what it does. A lot of times we end up, we find ourselves walking through life or encountering circumstances that are painful or situations just not working out over and over again. And it can be really tempting to meet that with like, why is this happening to me? Why does, why did life like not work out for me again? Um, you know, like sometimes even to the extent of people feeling like, is this some cruel joke from the universe? Like, are you kidding me? Right? Like, why isn't it working out for me? But in reality, like life is just doing what it does. Nature is just flowing in the way that it flows. I believe that our role as human beings is to humble ourselves enough to become aware and receptive to what life is actually doing and what it's actually showing us. Not what we wish it was doing, not what we think it should be doing, but what it's actually doing so that then we can respond to that and we can pivot to that. And that's when I believe that the true building and collaboration between ourselves and life really starts to take place. When we surrender, there's so much surrendering that has to go into that. So much surrender and blind faith. And that's something that I repeat on here a lot, but it's true. 
you've got to surrender. We have to surrender and just believe that everything will get better if we just take the very next step. Just continue to take the very next step and, and strengthen your relationship back with yourself and know, you know, so many of us, we're not taught to hold space for ourselves. We're taught to, we're just not taught that. So then by default, we start blaming other people around us. And that just creates such murky and powerless situations. When in reality, we have way more power over our states than we believe. And it's not going to happen through blaming other people, blaming other things. It's through taking our power back to really listening to ourselves when things don't feel good, to really following what that voice in our mind is telling us and to really and really taking ownership of the things that we are feeling and not blaming it on our parents, not blaming it on our siblings or our friends or our boyfriends or our girlfriends, but really understand and listen to the situations that you're in and take your power back. I have found that it's usually when the unquestioned core beliefs, which we usually form in our childhood, uh, very early on, we have these beliefs about the world that based on what we experience as children, that's when we start to make rules for how the world works. And a lot of times these beliefs are kind of dysfunctional because it's a kid. And it's also picking up from like, it's also being based on other stuff that was happening with adults around us too. Like I know that it is a core belief that isn't serving me when I'm experiencing pain and resistance and anger in the face of a situation. Now, like there's a difference between grief, like when something really painful happens or a great loss happens, like by all means, grieve it, right? But if you find yourself or if we find ourselves over and over again in situations that where we are experiencing emotional pain and trying to control how life is happening, it's because there's a core belief that isn't serving us, rubbing up against how life is actually functioning. And so I have found that like by going in and removing those or starting to question those and challenge those and shift those, there's more space within me to actually receive life for what it's actually doing. You totally read my mind with that. I was saying, I was just thinking another way to turn back to ourselves is by shedding layers and picking the things or really realizing what beliefs are not yours, what beliefs were given to you. Or what beliefs were formed by a five-year-old just trying to make sense of the world, you know, without the full cognitive capacity that we have now. So, so pretty mental family as we go into 2021, AKA Friday, keep stepping up with love. Keep returning back home to yourself. Keep questioning the things that just don't feel right. And listen to yourself, listen to yourself. Oftentimes with, you know, religion will give us a lot of guilt when we start questioning. You, parents or cultures will give us a lot of guilt when we start questioning. But question anyway, question. If it doesn't feel right, if it doesn't align, if it's constantly bringing you pain, believing in that particular way, then maybe it's time to question whether that perspective is actually not really serving you and isn't actually aligned with the highest wisdom and intelligence of life and the natural world. Because when we are when we are operating from a place that is aligned with higher wisdom and like the most fundamental laws of life, things feel pretty easy. There's a lot of ease in that. And so that's a good way to kind of temp check it and and see if you are in alignment. See if you're flowing. Yeah. So I think, I mean, 2020 definitely has been 
a huge year of just like shedding layers and shedding layers and shedding layers of attachments and things and what I thought would make me happy to return to myself and find that it's it's getting into that core and spending time in that core and operating from that core is the ultimate thing that we can kind of tap into for the fullest manifestation of our happiness and mental health. 100% ditto cosine. I agree. All right, guys, we love you so much. Go read Valentina's blog. It reiterates a lot of these messages and connect with us on IG if you haven't already at Pretty Mental Official. And if you guys are looking for a therapist, if you guys are looking to try something new, a new healing modality with breathwork, Paula and I are taking clients in 2021. You can check the link in our bio to find our websites, book a session with us. If you have any questions about either of those, you can DM us or you can email us at community at prettymental.com. Or just DM us to tell us how you feel about the podcast or any kind of anything that it brings up for you. We love getting those messages from you guys. We love connecting with this community and, you know, just hearing out how these messages are resonating with you. It fills up our whole spirits to know what these messages mean to you guys. It's still wild. It's still wild that we have more listeners than just my mom. that shit will never stop surprising me i swear to god i'm always like i know it doesn't i'm like wow somebody that wow people are taking i i just appreciate you guys from the bottom of our hearts for for connecting we never know because it's literally just me and paula staring each other talking you know basically (laughs) writing a diary entry and bearing our souls to each other's eyeballs, basically doing what we naturally do just on a microphone and then putting it out there. And the fact that you guys are really resonating with it, it's healing for us too. Oh my God. A hundred percent. That's another thing, actually. Glad you said that. Like, I think just doing this podcast all of 2020 kind of kept us on our game, you know? It really did. When when we started this podcast, I remember constantly thinking like, I got to hold space for myself because I can't be out here telling people to do that or, you know, and not be doing it myself. So you guys have been checking me. You guys keep me in check. Y'all keep me humble. Grounded. (laughs) (laughs) Y'all keep me from reaching Madonna levels. (laughs) (laughs) I mean... You never know. But yeah, with our, yeah, this podcast definitely keeps us on our game for sure too. And just all, I would say all my beautiful clients too. I'm so grateful to you guys. Um, You've been such a solid part of my life in 2020. And I love being on this journey with you. You, um, I, for as much as you guys tell me that, you know, the sessions that we do have been healing for you, I'm always learning from you guys. And it's so beautiful. And we are honestly growing together. Upwards and onwards. Upwards and onwards. Here we go. 2021. Okay, you guys tune in Mondays at 6am EST. We love you with our whole hearts. Los queremos mucho. And be kind to yourselves. Bye. Bye.